Okay, so yesterday we were discussing the um, the ideas of the, so to speak, the disadvantages of Chachma. And in particular, we're discussing how Chachma is the level of an Or Yashar, and how it happens without any Yigiya, without any Iyun, right? That was the Nikuda, and therefore it has a Tziur. It's limited by exactly what's flowing down, and then we brought it up even to a higher level, which we said that even though it says, uh, right, that Chachma me ayin it's coming from the level of ayin, i.e. the level of the, its source, which is the Kayach HaMaskil, we brought a big Chedish here to say that the Kayach HaMaskil itself also has a Tzior to it. And therefore, uh, we ended up yesterday's class with this concept that you could have people that have an Etiyah towards a certain type of uh, learning that works for them. In other words, you could have a person who has more of an etia towards science, you could have a person who has more of an etia towards accounting, more of an etia towards art, whatever it happens to be, fashion design, uh, because of his kaya So even though in many places in Hasidus we talk about the kaya as being like almost like a practically infinite power that a person has, nevertheless, what we say, what we're saying here is this idea that that kaya hamaskil as, <coughs> as Pashit as it is, in terms of, um, in terms of, uh, in comparison to the kaychos uh, from chachma down. Nevertheless, we still say it has a tziur, and it's not a gilui from the nefesh, and therefore it's not completely pashit, and therefore it has a certain outline or a certain definition to it. Right? That's where we left off with yesterday. So we're holding by. Uh, we said kamashikasu mizebarichos b'direi maskel samach Okay, so let's go from here. Okay, so he says now, Now that we've established that there is a tzir, in the way of the hamshacha, in the way of how this chachma is coming down, that there's a limitation in it. Yeah. And in particular, in the different levels of the Chachmas, right? So what is he adding here? What are we saying here? Automatically, because of X, we have Y. So what is this? What is the X and what is the Y? Let's read a little bit further and see if we get a little more clarity. Okay, so this sentence is an interesting sentence. Uh, uh, we're, we're concluding something based on what we just said. We're starting with mi'acher. Nu, Chaim, what's going on here? Mi'acher, sheyesh tziyur ba'oifin ha'mshachas v'prati es madregas ha'chachma. What's going on? Talk to me. Hmm? <coughs> We're looking for major class participation in today's class. So, so anyone that's uh, not paying attention, <laughs> we have to wake you up, get you going, drink some coffee. Ariel, what's going on here? Not, let it generate an there's a, there's a there's an outline to it there's a definition to it and the details of the chachma because there's a definition to the chachma that it's a particular thing right a particular outline 
Memele yesh vagam kin tsiur vahagabala be is oifinyaskio. No? Doesn't mean be is oifinyaskio. Not because it came from me. <coughs> Yitzchak, you with us today? What do you say? Saying that, well, I'm not saying that the addition here, but saying that it's calling in a way that is that you're defining the sacred, it's defined, it's, it's right. It, it's not unlimited, right? So, therefore, in other words, it's, it's, a, it's a particular defined piece of information that we're talking about. Since it's a defined piece of information, so he says, you also have a defined limitation as how you are going to understand this piece of information, how you're going to capture this piece of information. What does this mean? What is he adding? Come on, you guys, you guys, you guys, you guys, wake up, wake up, wake up. Try to figure it out. What's going on? Hainu, come, 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 haskil, bechol, chachma, befrat. It's like, a, it's like you know, the phrase uh, in, in Yiddish. They say, right, when you want to, when you want to bring out a point of people, like, like with their eyes, like, oh, what's going on here? It's like the chicken. Right when you're when you're when you're doing kaparis, and you're saying the words of uh, of the right of the prayer that or the, the things that we say right we we say so you say like a chicken looking at you doing kaparis like he's reading like you're reading the thing and he's also looking at the at the words you know what I mean come on guys let's go what is he saying here so he says like this kamish so because of the fact that it's a particular piece of information therefore you're able to only bring it down in a certain way and therefore how much you're able to bring down is limited in other words you're not going to get any more than what you got in other words that it's it's not going further back in other words you have a what, what he's bringing out with this sentence, with these three lines, is that from every angle you're limited. That on the one hand, we're saying Chachma is the highest Kayach, right, in the person. On the other hand, what we're saying here is because there's a tear to this Chachma, therefore it's limited. It's limited in the amount of information. It's limited in how you're going to understand it. It's limited in, in how much more, how much you're able to bring down, right, from it. And therefore it's limited... Right, this last point is, is that, uh, you know, uh, th- there's, there's only so much you could take this thing, this piece of information. There's, uh, there's only so far we can go with this. That's it. That's as far as you get. Right? So the point of this sentence, in my opinion, is that what he's trying to bring out here is that, yes, on the one hand, we're always talking about Chachma as being such a, such a high level, but no matter how you're going to slice it, it's all defined. And therefore... Right? Therefore, you have a certain level of information, and that's it. That's as far as you go. Like you have many different levels in terms of different types of wise people. That this one understands things in one 
manner, and this one understands things in a different manner. And this one is able to understand it, it, it more than his friend, and this one's able to understand it more than his friend. But it's like, how much do you get? Right? Now, Okay, what is this What is this saying to me? Chaim, talk to me. What is it saying to me here? Right, good. It's not just dependent on the or, it's also dependent on the kli. In other words, the or we've been talking about up until now is the kayach maskil shooting down chachma, right? So we were saying, oh, well, since the amount that's being shot down to us is limited and it's in pratim and it's in this and that, oh, so therefore it's, a, he says, wait a minute. Not only do we have this type of limitation in terms of the or, right, of what's coming down, but you also have it inside your own keli, your own brain, right? And that's what he's saying here. What's the ze in this? What's the ze, Ariel? What? No, this thing is the extent of the chachma. Right, the extent of the chachma, the extent of the information that you're getting, right? Right. In other words, not only is it dependent upon the kayacha maskil and how much you're going to shoot down, and, and the tzior of the kayacha maskil, right, based on the tzior of the kayacha maskil, that's what it's going to look like and how it's going to shape and why I'm different from you and you're different from me. On, in addition to that, we have another whole, a whole uh, major pillar here that we have to reference, which is the actual brain itself. That the brain itself is a cleat to this whole thing. And therefore, based on the brain, you're going to see also differences. Possibility number one, if they are kalim, if you have a brain that is broad and they're fit to be able to receive the or. The implication of this sentence is that you could have people that have a very high level of, uh, right, of information coming from your koyach maskil, but your brain is not is suited to receive it. Could be such a thing. I don't know exactly what the picture would be. I don't know if we, if we could make a uh, motion picture of... Uh, I, don't, I don't know if you use the word motion picture anymore. Okay, let's use a different word. If you can make a video, right... Of, 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 of what this looks like. I don't know exactly, you know, but, but how would we be able to tell in ourselves also, right? But you could see it. I mean, I, I guess an extreme case of this would be someone who has, uh, you know, been on drugs, like a lot of drugs, and, and they melted their brain a little bit, right, with the drugs. So you could see that they're, they're moving a little bit slower, right? Presumably the drugs that, that this person took and it messed them up so badly is not affecting the kayacha maskil. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I'm not a doctor and, a, a, and I'm not a doctor in terms of, the, I don't know if there is such a thing as a doctor in terms of, maybe the Rebbe is a doctor in terms of the neshama, but, but uh, I don't know how you'd see it. But you could see that someone who is messed, and presumably what happened is that he fried his brains, right? We used to have, when we were growing up, the commercial, right? This is your, this is your brain. Or this is, you know, so this is what is it? They used to say, and this is your brain on drugs, you know, that, right? And they used to show like an egg, uh, right? Uh, sunny side up egg, like frying, you know, whatever, right? And then something like that, right? So, so maybe you could say that, that that's how you would be able to see it in someone, like where, when his brain is really fried, whatever. But generally speaking, I don't know how much we could see it, but there, this is this is a this is a fact. That's what he's saying. That if that you could have a brain that is raw yilakabel. 
right? Or, you know, Maisha's father always talks about this. When he came, he spoke to us, uh, like, when was it, probably 10 years ago. Now it's probably more, probably 14 years ago. Maisha's father is a neurosurgeon. So he's explaining what, how different the brain looks on some, with someone that smokes. And he came with a whole speech about not smoking. He says, Mamish, when you open up the brain, you could see the difference between someone that smokes and does not smoke. That's how terrible it is. It's, it's so massively different. Right, so this is this is this is exactly this idea that you could have a person whose keli is no longer shaykh to it. But that's only dealing with the kelim. So he's saying like this: that you that on the one hand we're saying that uh, that it's that the kayach offers a limitation. the brain also plays its part in this, but then he comes back at the end of the sentence and he says, right, that really, however, the truth is it really does mainly depend on the kayachamaskil, how good a person's kayachamaskil is, right, how, 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 how developed it is, I don't know if you can say that kayachamaskil is developed, but like what it looks like. Because basically speaking, what he's saying is that, that if it's, you're able to get from your a clear, smooth flow of good information, so then a person is going to be able to uh, be able to uh, be masculine much more than not. Even though it's true, he says, that it's true that the brain does play, have a place in this whole discussion, but the brain is not as important, it seems like, from this, is right? Because it says, Then he has a parenthesis. But let's skip the parentheses for a second. Umikomakom, nevertheless, Hubabachinas Hagbala. Kamashiyesh Bakayach Lahaska. But in the end of the day, all based on this whole thing is that it's all based on this limitation of how much he has Bakaychoy in his power Lahaskil. Now, Meacher Shiyesh Bazakhilukim de Ribui Vimut. Etc., which comes out not in a good way. Okay, so that's the end of our discussion on this point. Meaning, at the end of the day, as much what you have is what you have. Basically, that's what he's saying. In other words, a person is constructed in a certain way. He has a koyach hamaskel. It's a certain way. His koyach hamaskel has a tzir. Depending on how good his koyach hamaskel is or how bad his koyach hamaskel is, is going to be dependent on how much information he's able to capture, how much he's able to grasp. Where is he going to go with it? And that's that's it. That's and that would be the end of the story. Essentially, we said with this, if this is all he has, that's it. There's nothing you can do about it. Now, this whole discussion just to remind you from a couple of days ago, is all coming on the back of the discussion that we started to have, going back about uh, 20 lines, right? Through Bina, however, you're able to, number one, clarify the Chachma. You're able to get to the Aymik and the Makor. And number two, you're going to able to get Right, number one to the depth of it, and then he said, "You're going to get totally new ideas from the depths of the seichel, right? And it's going to flow in the via rabba, like he said over there. 
So now we had to explain what it is without the Bina. So for the last 20 lines or something like that, what we've been explaining is what does Chachma look like without Bina, right? Or without a, a, a Yegiya in Bina. Everything up until now is the straight shot, like we said, an Or Yashar. An Or Yashar, this is how the, how the intellect looks in a person, and this is how he is. And, and you see it, you see it. Some people are, you know, very quick on the draw. Some people are a little bit less quick on the draw. Some people are, you know, like this. Some people are like that. They're able to understand, like, for instance, a mimer like this right away. Some people have to think about it a little bit more. Some people, they get it from this angle. They get it, but some people have no idea what I'm talking about, right? This is all or yasha. Or yasha we're talking about. Well, now he goes. Right, this is going back to what we just talked about before. Through iyun. Being ma'ayin in something, meaning sitting on something and really thinking about it. And not only ma'ayin on something, but yigia, it requires effort. It requires effort. It requires a person to put tremendous amount of input, of effort into whatever it is that he's doing. Harehu mamshich mehelim atzmus kayachachachma. Oh, we're introduced to a new title, a new place. What does it mean? Where, where are we getting now from? New Chaim? You with us? Ariel? New? We're now getting from the Helem Atmos of the Kayacha Atma. Uh, Kayacha Chachma, excuse me. This is a lower level or a higher level than Kayacha Maskil? Higher? Clearly higher. Clearly higher. We're going up to, right? If you could say that Abba is the father, right? The Kayacha Maskil would be the Zayde. And now we're going up to the Alter Zayde, right? The great grandfather. We're going up to the source of the Kayacha Maskil, right? So a person's able to go to a whole new place, right? What do we just say, Maish? It's a gili of bli gvul mamish. Everything that we set up until now has been the idea of one point, gvul. Everything has been gvul. Right? We're talking about chachma here. We're not talking about something limited. We're talking about chachma, but it's all gvul chachma. It's all a certain defined amount, a certain tzir, a certain limitation, a certain outline to it. You are what you are, and that's it. You understand what you understand. That's it. Yeah? Right. Bina is the tool to be able to change the whole situation. And this applies now to everyone. Let's go a little bit further. Unbelievable concept. The kamosha an rayim bachush, as we see in actuality, sheyesh kama bnei adam shekli moicham bakayach sicham hemaktanim, that a person could be a very limited person, a small-minded person, a person who has limitations in what he's able to understand, what he's not able to understand, very limited in terms of his. Capa- intellectual capabilities. 
However, He's able to reach, he's able to work hard, to learn, to study, to try to understand every point. They're able to reach the highest levels of And they're able to even reach a level that is higher than the level higher than the level of someone who is a very smart person mitzad themselves. Because through their effort, they're able to reach to the helem and from there they're able to reach up to a level that they're able to draw down new giluim that they were not shaykh to before. This is a mind, I mean, I know that this is early in the morning for you guys, but this is a mind-boggling concept. This is an unbelievable concept. If the New Age people would get a hold of this, they would, they would freak out completely. This is, this, is, this is unbelievable. It's just each to his own capability. No, that's what he's saying. What he's saying here is that regardless of how low your IQ is, right, by putting in the unbelievable effort a person could reach to a level of understanding that it goes beyond even people with a super duper high level IQ. But That's what he's saying. But those people putting in the same effort. No, those people putting in the same effort. He's saying that a person, a lot of times a person could be very smart. He's just able to understand things right away. Da, da, da. He's saying, well, he's just a smart guy. He has an IQ, whatever, 130, whatever it is, you know. And then you have a guy who's very average. He has an IQ of 105, whatever. That person with the 105 can bring himself to a level that he'll understand the topic better than the guy with the 130. But they both put in the same effort. We're not talking about both putting in the same effort. We're just talking about this person putting in effort. If they both put in the same effort, they should be able to reach even the same the same level. That's the, the same, point. That's the, the point. He's saying believable. He's able to reach the thing. This is a famous story of Rabbi Kusiel Leipler. Rabbi Kusiel Leipler was one of the uh, Hasidim of the Alter Rebbe. There's two people that uh, had merited to have a yechidus with the Alter Rebbe uh, in a very dramatic way, you know, that's n- out of the norm. One was Rabbi Shmuel Munkis, right? The first time you came to uh, Liozhna, right? He knocked on the Alter Rebbe's door right in the middle of the night and he had a whole discussion with him. And the second person is this Rabbi Kusiel Leipler, who, I don't know exactly what happened, but the way uh, he swung in through the window of the Alter Rebbe's office. Like with, I, the way I always imagine is like he like t- tied a rope to the roof and he swung in. I, I don't know if that's exactly what happened, but and he said, "Rabbi, cut off my left side," which means cut off my yitzhara. So the Rebbe looked at him and he said, "Why not? You know, like why shouldn't it?" And every once in a while, he would like all of a sudden like feel like this level of a tzaddik would came on him and he'd start dancing and jumping and up and down and he was like, and the Hasidim did not look so fondly. Because of the fact that Chabad Chasidis is the opposite of that concept. Chabad Chasidis is all about that a person has to work on himself, not looking for a free gift, right? So they didn't look so well, but whatever. This is the, he was a, obviously a very inter, you know, special person, you know, someone that has this. Anyway, the story goes that during the times of the Mitzvah Rebbe, the Mitzvah Rebbe made a, a uh, takana that anyone that wants to come to Lubavitch to listen to my marim, 
the way it worked was that he'd have to go back when he'd stay for a few months, and then when he went home, he'd have to stop by every village and say over my marim that the Mitle Rebbe said over during his visit, right? So therefore, he would go, and that's how they spread Hasidus in a major way. That was the deal. Every city that he went, they had to say over my marim. So they would go to Rabbi Kusil's uh, place, and they were saying my marim, and he didn't understand a word of what they were talking about. And we know the Midler Rebbe's Maimarim are very long, right? The Alter Rebbe's Maimar could be something like uh, four pages, and the Midler Rebbe on the four pages would say over 25, 30 pages on that, right? Very, very long and extensive Maimarim. And Imamish did not understand it at all. He really did not understand what was going on. And he became very uh, brokenhearted. Here he was, a Chassid of the Alter Rebbe, an older Chassid of the Alter Rebbe now, and he couldn't understand these young guys are coming over and, like, you know, you know, rapid fire, uh, my marim from the Mitle Rebbe. You know, so what, what's uh, so he left his business in the hands of his son and his wife, and he went to Lubavitch, and he had yichidus without with the Mitle Rebbe. And he described his problem to the Mitle Rebbe, and the Mitle Rebbe gave him an unbelievable uh, assignment, right? And he told him that nothing stands in the way of a person's will. That's it. That's what he told him. So what happened? So he rented a basement apartment. I don't know if they had basement apartments back then in Lubavitch, but if it was in Crown Heights, he rented a basement apartment. And he hired, I guess he hired a teacher or whatever, and he learned Hasidus 18 hours a day for a certain amount of time. I don't know how long. But he got to such a level that the Mitle Rebbe wound up writing the hardest book in Hasidus. It's a book called Imre Bina. If you pick up the book, you won't have any idea what it's talking about. And it's like so complicated, right? He wound up writing this book specifically for this Rabbi Kusio Leipler because he became such a genius in Hasidus that uh, he, wrote, he wrote a Mamisha Sefer specifically for him. Now, it's, it's like an amazing story and, you know, rags to riches type of story in a certain way, but... What the Friedrich Rebbe explains in, in the Kutei Diburim in this, about this story is that it's not just that he put in the effort. Rabbi Kusil Leipler's brain, I mean, who am I to say, you know, <laughs> I wish my brain would be like anywhere near his brain, but whatever. But uh, according to the Friedrich Rebbe, it was very, very average at best. Right? In other words, he was really not shy to understand this stuff. It's certainly not Shaykh to understand him, Rabina. That's for sure. Right? But what the Friedrich Rebbe explains is that he changed his whole being because of his tremendous intensity and effort and yegiya in learning Hasidus. And that wound up changing him completely. And that's what he's saying here. That's what's so amazing about what he's saying here. What he's basically saying here is that even a person with a very limited intellect if he puts the effort in, he could change himself. This is the opposite of what most people will tell you, right? And the reason why he's able to change himself is because he's able to get back to the level of the source of Kaya to a place where there is no tzir, basically, what we're going we're gonna to see. We're going to describe this in the next page, right? But this idea that since he's able to go to this place where is a place of practical no limits. Therefore, it's irrelevant 
what his limits are because he's able to go beyond in a real way his limits. And that's an awesome concept. And that's the idea of yigiya. So through the yigiya, through the effort, through the sitting on the concept, he's able to change his whole being. And that's the story of Rukusia Leipler, to the point that he could become the greatest masculine Hasidist that ever maybe ever lived. I mean, and that's a quite a, an extraordinary concept if you think about it, right? From a person who has a, had a very average intellect, at best, maybe you could say. That's that's super duper amazing. You know what I mean? So that what does it tell us? It tells us that you know we could be struggling with Gemara, we could be struggling with Hasidus, we could be struggling with a lot of things, right? But here, what the Rebbe is, is, is showing us is that there is a tool to change that. Now, no one says it's easy. <laughs> That's for sure. No one, but the fact that that is possible is wild. That's what's amazing. That it's even a possibility to be able to do that. Yeah, so that's the idea. And so now, so that, now we understand that basically there is the level of chachma, which is a limited perspective, right? And it reaches only the level of the kayacha maskil, which has a tzior in it, just to make a conclusion to our class today. And this kayacha maskil is a certain defined type. And we have to say that even this defined type, right, then is redef even defined even more by based on the kalim of the brain. However, the main point is the kayachamaskil more so than the, the kalim of the brain. However, through the tool of through the tool of bina of yegiya, a person's able to reach up to what he calls here. He called it the helam atzmus akayachachachma. Going to change the name a little bit differently. He's going to call it Kayacha Yuli. We're going to talk about it in that way uh, a little bit later on in the Mimer. But this level, which is clearly the source, and this level is not limited by any type of uh, definition, so to speak. And therefore, that's why you're able to you know, change basically everything. All right, I think we'll uh, stop there for today.